What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. What is going on, everyone? Welcome in. This is Bolt Brady and his bro. Who's ready for a little bit of wild card weekend? Let's welcome in our handicapper. Yeah, baby. And we had the national championship last night for college. Uh-huh. What'd you think? I probably liked it better than you did. Yeah, we <laughs> we disagreed on, on who to take. I kind of was watching the two and a half, three, and I'm like, I'll take Bama with the three. Right, right. You and uh, Mattress Mac, he lost two big million on it. Did you see that he uh, put chippers on Bama? Yep. I'd love to see the numbers on how many mattresses were, were bought, you know, to offset it. I'm sure he did just fine. Well, he needs some because Mattress Mac has been getting drilled. But it's always to offset the promo he no, runs. No, I know. He's not an idiot. Yeah, he's got her. So what the listeners want to know is an uh, honest, honest answer from you is because uh, I can just picture the scene at your house when – your wife goes, who are we taking tonight? And you go, Bama. And she goes, who's your brother taking? And he goes, Georgia. <laughs> and what her look on her face is and what she says. Let me guess. Does she go, is it too late for you to change your play? No. Yeah, she's okay with it. No, she's not. I mean, that thing was, was neck and neck. And then Bryce Young just soils away. <laughs> are you blaming it on Bryce? He just didn't look very good. I mean, he just looked uncomfortable the whole night. So... It's funny you said that because um, we were watching it. Me and the boys were watching it, you know, from the beginning all the way up. And they showed, I don't know if you watched, like, when they came onto the field. Um, but if you looked into their eyes and I was like, wow, Bryce looks, uh, what did I say? I said, Bryce doesn't really look like he's too ready. And um, my eight-year-old's like, no, he doesn't. He doesn't look like he's, like, very excited. He looks kind of scared. And I go, I agree. And then they panned over to the Bulldogs, and they had the eye of the Tiger. They certainly did. Mm-hmm. And you could just see that, you know, their D-linemen were just moving that O-line. Dude, D-linemen. How about big Jordan Davis? I was like, who is that guy? <laughs> that number 95? Yeah, he's a big boy. Dude, he's 6'6", 340. So you know me. I'm like, dude, where was I got to check this guy out when he was in high school. And so I pulled it up, and he's from North Carolina, and he was like 6'6", 325 when he was in high school. Yeah. That must have been a joke. Remember our boy uh, on the Packers, the Grave Digger, used to come up the middle. <laughs> Dude, the Grave Digger was like six foot three thirty. No, but he'd plow through the middle, and then he'd do that little shovel dig. <laughs> um, but once again, how about the linemen for those squads? I yeah. Mean, they're huge. Like, they're super tall. You know, they're like the six five, six six, six sevens. I mean, it's cool to watch those guys and, and you know, like they said, the game's won in the trenches and you know, in Bryce's defense, <clears throat> excuse me, when he got time to throw, he was throwing it, you know, some nice balls. Yep. But the the younger kids weren't coming through for him. No, but, that number eighty four, the freshman. Yeah, he had some two bad drops. Big time. Like that one where Bryce, like, I don't even know how he got it off. He threw a dime mm-hmm. down to the corner, and the guy dropped it. That was, you know what? That was pretty much ball game right there. Yep. The one was over his shoulder. He should have had that. Um, I mean, he. I'll give him his two best receivers were out, so that didn't help with the timing and stuff. But, 
you know, flashback to when Tua and Devontae Smith and Najee were freshmen. They got thrown in, and, and they balled. Yeah, they did. Was Devontae a part of that? Yeah, he had. I think he had the winning touchdown catch. No way. Wow, yep. okay, I didn't know that. I mean, I, I remember Najee and Tua. Wow. Yep. So, I mean, the, those guys just stepped up more than these ones did. Bama just didn't have that explosive feel. Well, I even felt like Nick was kind of like, whatever, I'd want a small amount of these. And that's my boy Kirby over there. It's okay if he gets one. And yeah, Kirby goes, listen, we haven't won one of these since Herschel Walker wore number 34 for the Georgia Bulldogs as a freshman. Good try there, Herschel. With real small shoulder pads on. (laughs) And just doing push-ups and sit-ups to keep in shape. Yeah. He would do like, uh, Herschel would do like, remember it was like a 1,000. Um, or like 1,500 push-ups and sit-ups every day. And then run a hill. Yeah, that guy was a small badass. Yep. I mean, I do like to see a little, you know, different team win it here and there. kind of mixes it up. I mean, it, they're all from the same conference, so those guys are just dominating this whole scene. You know what was sweet about the game is the flow of it. There weren't very many flags. They were letting them play. Mm-hmm. You know, like... You know, it's just natural when the ball goes up and it's incomplete. You're like, oh, is there going to be a flag? And these guys were like, nope, even if there's a little contact. And they weren't calling the late hit on the quarterbacks and stuff. It was, I thought that was a great part of the game as well. That that did go better, but it didn't, you know, you look at the clock later and it, it's four hours for this bad boy. And <clears throat> Halftime, I was like. There's a grocery store not far away, so I just kind of ran and grabbed some stuff. I, the game still hadn't started the third quarter by the time I got back. You got to get those advertising dollars. That's right. And, well, and then, you know, there's like a musical act, et cetera. So. Well, the quarterback, Georgia, for Bennett, I mean, you know, everyone knows how this guy was the walk-on, and he was buried way down the depth chart. Um, that guy showed some serious tea bags when they had that kind of wishy-wash call, the fumble. Mm-hmm. And that's when uh, – that was the only way Bama could get into scoring um, range and actually finalize the touchdown, and that's when they went up 18-13, and then Bennett's like, and he even said afterward, he's like, there's no way I was going to lose that game for everyone. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. You could tell the, the coaching staff and uh, his teammates actually do like him. You, you know, if like a kicker, someone misses a big one, the guys kind of try to give him the pat, like, oh, shake it off, dude. But these guys actually came up and – a little more sincere eye contact, like, come on, bud, stick with it. And they were super proud of him when they won it. Yeah, it was cool. He obviously got a little emotional afterwards. That's badass. I'm sure he was like, dude, you know, people didn't believe in me, and here we are, and I'm the national champ. That's legit. Um, you know what's kind of crazy, like, comparing the NFL, which we'll move on over into now, um, comparing the NFL to college is – uh they were asking a, a bookmaker, they're like, so how does the handle, you know, how much money is gambled on um, the college game versus the NFL playoffs this week? And he goes, the least amount of money that is put on one of the NFL games this week, that'll be about comparison to the national championship. Oh, really? Yeah. How about that? God, the NFL just gets that much more action. The least yeah, wagered NFL game this weekend will be comparable. And he said the only reason why the national championship game had this many chips on it is because of the line. You know, it was going between two and a half and three, and there was a lot of action going back and forth. So you don't have to feel bad. There was, a, you know, there was pros that thought Bama was the side as well. Yeah. 
No, I mean it was you know it came down to that last few minutes. It was it was back and forth. What did the the over under? What did it hit the under by like two points? It sure did. Mm-hmm. Um, over under got all the way up to fifty three point five, and I was on the under. Um, but I do have to give credit to our friend Colpep. He was texting me before the game and. He was saying he's he's taken the Bulldogs and the under. I'm like, yep, me too. And then he goes, did you know that the first time they played the second quarter, they scored a combined 38 points? And he's like, they're not doing that again. And I'm like, no, they're not. And then so he goes, so I'm also taking the Bama under 24 and a half. And I'm like, good call. And so I did that one as well. <laughs> so thanks, Putt, for the little uh, info there to add on to the winnings. Nice. <laughs> um so let's move on over to the NFL here and the Circa Million contest. So I ended up at 56%, which, uh, you know, normally, well, it's going to win you money. It's going to win you a lot of money. But in this contest, doesn't do shit because the winner actually finished at 70%. Um, which, what was his record? Oh, shoot. Well, 70% of 90 games. Um, God, did he win 63 games? Jeez. Is that right? So, yeah, I I think it's somewhere in that ballpark. But anyway, the story here is that um, the guy that was in first, okay, he was in first and third. He had two entries, first and third all year. Um, His name is Hannibal. I think it was Hannibal 1 or something like that. Anyway, so this guy got there the whole year by pretty much putting the same picks every week. I mean, that's how he was in first and third. Last game of the season, though, probably be smart not to do the same picks on every card, and he didn't do that. Mm. And so rather than just doing the exact opposite on both of those cards to guarantee yourself some Ws, he put the exact same picks and went two and three on both cards and fell all the way down to fourth. He didn't change either either card for either play? Nope. Same picks on every one, which the smart thing would have done, and I'm pretty sure pretty much every person in the world would have known this, is to have done the exact same um, picks, but the opposite on the other card. So if you pick, you know, the Jaguars, you pick the Colts on the other one. Yeah. And if he would have done that, he would have been he would have been three and two, and he would have been the winner. Really? Oh yeah. So it's by a game. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Yep. So he instead of winning a million dollars, he wins like you know. Two hundo. Wow. <laughs> the whole season? Ouch. Right. 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 And no one remembers fourth place, obviously. Not for the Circa. <laughs> well, what about the games? What stuck out? I mean, th- these were, some of the games were tricky because, you know, you didn't know how long, like, Aaron Rodgers would play, which, you know, uh, they were attempting to take at minus three, but the Lions end up winning the game. Yeah. I mean, that, remember, I was saying that's a stay away game. There. Yeah. But then, you know, like Jacksonville wins the game. Well, right. So, I mean, listen, it's not a big surprise here that the 409 clean it up of the week goes to the Colts. Mm -hmm. You're favored by 15 points, okay? But it doesn't matter the points. You just need to win the ball game, and you're in the playoffs, and you can't do it. That's a 409. Um, So, I didn't touch that game either. But, um, you know, one of the plays we really, really liked, Patty in Minnesota, the Minnesota Vikings came home for us. Mm -hmm. But what I also wanted to um, talk about that game was, so earlier in the week, you know, I saw it at two and a half. And um, 
some of the books were were showing two and a half. Some were showing off the board. And so two of my books that I use, it was off the board. And so I text one of my buddies and I'm like, hey, are you, are you getting this? He's like, yeah, actually I am. And I go, throw some chips on it for me, please, because I'm not <laughs> getting this right now. And then the next day, one of my books was showing it. So then I, I slapped some more chips on the Vikings. But it just goes to show you, you got to be proactive and you do need to have more than one book. And also I got it at two and a half at one and three at the other. So you got to shop for the lines. Yeah. And that, that game was not looking good early there. I was like, what is going on here? 14, zero, the bears, Andy Dalton's starting. And then halftime hit. We got a little different ball game in the second half. Well, listen, so the, when when Dalton was mentioned, I mean, at this point of the season in the career, Dalton's better to have in there. Yeah, no, I'd rather see Fields any day yeah. right now. Yeah, and so, but I just kept the play on, and, you know, you're right, in the beginning it was a little squirrely, but then, you know, the cream rise to the top. But one of the other games that I did flip back on was the Rams and the Niners. Um, and so, remember we were saying early on in the week, like, go ahead and email me or follow on Twitter and I'll let you know what I was doing. And so by the way that the line was going, um, I was thinking that uh, Trey was going to play. And so I tweeted out, Hey, I'm I'm hopping on the Rams now, the minus four. And um, then this guy tweeted me on Sunday morning. He's like, Hey, Jimmy's in now. Are you staying with the Rams? And I said, Nope, I'm buying out. Because that was the whole thing. It was a total play against Trey, and luckily I did buy out because Big Jimmy and the Niners balled. Dude, yeah. I <laughs> I still liked the Rams, and they were up a touchdown there with less than a minute. And three plays later, you know, the Niners tied that one and go to overtime. Right. They just have their number right now. Right. So with that in mind, maybe you kind of forced that play there a little bit. Like, you know, you did you really? No, I didn't. It? I didn't. It, I took it when, when it was still oh, the question mark. I got you. Okay. Yeah. So, so what you didn't do was you didn't buy out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, lesson learned. Yep. Lesson learned. So, I don't know. I mean, they, they're hard to kind of trust in certain spots, but I mean, the Niners are, Niners are going to be a tough opponent, you know, coming into these playoffs. They're, they're playing tough. They sure are. And I like their matchup. So do I. And that's why it's a best bet. Mm-hmm. Nines plus three. So how about, let me give you this little stat here. You know, Big Jimmy um, catches a small amount of shit. We've always kind of said, hey, at least I've, I've said, hey, he's not, he's not great, but he's not bad. I mean, I, you know, I'll take him. Um, and Jimmy's record is 31 and 14 with the nine. Mm-hmm. That's like over 66% here. And, um, the last nine games, they're seven and two. So this is the last squad you want to get in front of right now. Um, and like six, since week nine, like when Dak came back, um, the, the Cowboys are actually playing worse. Like their success rate. And that's like, if you judge, like if a play is successful, like a run or a pass, and their run success rate ranks 27th in the NFL. Conversely, the Niners are second um, on success rate against the run. And, I mean, are you supposed to be scared of Ezekiel Elliott, too? 
Come on. With the knee brace on now? Wow. Does he have the knee brace to make him even, like, slower? I, it's just protective. But, yeah, I mean, Pollard's the quicker one now. They're just, you know. I will give Ezekiel this, like, not to totally slam him. Uh, he would not be fun to tackle. Like, he puts the head down and, and rocks people. Yeah, he's a bull. <laughs> so there is that to him. My whole thing with him is I just think, you know, he left the work ethic at the door when he went into the NFL. You could tell he was like, I'm here now. Let's party. Let's have a good time. And, you know, his game went down the tuber. But he came in trimmer this year. I mean, I think he did try this offseason. Yeah, uh, well, too late. Too, <laughs> too late, bud. It's just for, for Dak, if, if those guys aren't giving him 100 yards rushing, then he's he's in trouble. Well, and get ready for the Niners' defense, like the pressure defense. I mean, they sacked Stafford five times. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the things that people overlook a lot is teams, you know, okay, th- these guys, these analytical guys, um, handicappers, some of them, uh, you know, they just look at numbers and DVOA, and blah, 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 just all this garbage. And you're like, hold on a second. Like, you do know that Debo and um, half the team was hurt throughout the season, like Kittle, too. I mean, those are their two best players, and they right. were gone for a significant portion of the season. Well, now they're back, and now the nines are steamrolling. So you can't like forget that. Uh, one of the things about the Cowboys that I think is really interesting is, you know, you hear about Diggs, the defensive back who leads the NFL in interceptions, and that's all you hear is how he's got 11 interceptions. Mm-hmm. You dig a little, which is unbelievable. You but you dig a little deeper, and out of ninety-two defensive backs that have played like three hundred snaps, he ranks ninety-first, second worst defensive back in the NFL. Wow, that's how many yards he gives up. Hmm. So he's obviously faster feeman here. I mean, he's just all or nothing. But feast or famine. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> so get ready for big Debo. Against him. You know, he takes a lot of, of gambles and risk, you know, and that's how he gets some picks. Mm-hmm. But when you when you miss, you know, the guy can go to the house or get a big gain. Well, how about Debo? I mean, this guy's a joker how legit he is. Yeah, he's a little hydrant, too. I mean, you know, I think uh, Jalen Ramsey came up and kind of rocked him, but it's like he bounced off him, too. <laughs> Debo's like, dude, I don't feel that. No, he's big. He's a big guy. And he's slightly an athlete. Um and what's legit about it is uh, the other thing that the Niners have the advantage is the coaching. I mean, Mike McCarthy, get ready for an heir to be played in this game where he just makes a poor decision. Yeah, they always ride him on his clock management and stuff. Right. So I think it's interesting. Um, let's wait a little bit longer on this one, on this line to see if it gets to three and a half because – like they say, the Cowboys are America's team, and so the public might come in. We might be able to get the hook there. There's no chance it goes down to the two and a half. Or if it does, holy cow, did the big money come in on, on the nines already. So I'd say play that a little bit later on in the week. But, yeah, we like the nines as the best bet. Yeah, I, I don't think that this one will go up to three and a half. Um, well, you know, three teams got in from the NFC West, and they just beat the NFC West champ. I, I think the public's going to think the Niners are pretty good here. Well, no, 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 my friend. I see where you're coming from, but that's not nearly as powerful as the Cowboy fans out there. So let me ask you this: the the guy that doesn't follow or gal that doesn't follow football very much, but tunes in for the playoffs, and you go, "Hey, who are you taking?" 
Cowboys minus three at home or the nines? Who do you think they'll say? Sure. Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of fans. How many of those fans are going to put money down on the game? Well, hey, it's a lot more accessible now. Shippers <laughs> down on these games. Right. Unfortunately, not in California, let clean it up, California. It's on the ballot in November. Chimney Christmas. Let's get that thing rocking. Cheers to 2022 and resolutions you can actually keep. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. With our exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com and use code BOLT, B-O-L-T, for 20% off and free shipping. It's time to kick discomfort and poor hygiene to the curb this year and use the best tools for the job. Now let's get back to the show. Yep, don't forget about Manscaped. And remember, it's not just all clippers. You get boxers there, underwear, uh, shampoo, soap, boxers, the goods. So anyway, let's move on to another best bet here. Sure. It includes the nines. Uh, We're going to tease the nines up to the nine, nine and a half. And we're staying in the NFC West and going with my boy, Kyler Murr. Let's juice him up to ten. Mm, I was gonna. I was gonna say I kind of like them anyway. Getting four. So do I. And I wouldn't have anything against that. Uh, just the best bet is going to be the tease with them. So here's the thing about them. And people are going to read. You know, they're one and four straight up their last five games and against the spread. Um, I mean, this is all depends if DeAndre's coming back. If he's not playing, then this bet's off. But if he's playing, it's on. And that's the only reason why they're playing as shitty as they are. Uh, the other thing that's interesting is the Cardinals just don't really have a home field advantage for whatever reason. Uh, the last nine games on the road, they're actually eight and one. So, um, you know, they're not scared of going on the road. And I like the idea of having Kyler as an underdog. Mm-hmm. Um, have fun trying to stop that guy. Yeah, we were a little scared of Russ closing out the season anyway, being fired up. Well, and so that he did come in balling. Well, and also because Russ was getting better, his mm-hmm. injury. Um, and DK started saying, give me the ball or else I'm out of here. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, so I like the Cardinals with the up to 10. And Big Kyler is going to rock and roll if DeAndre comes back. If DeAndre's not coming back, then it's not a play. Uh, and also they say Big J.J. Water might be back. Yeah, crazy they activated him. I mean, listen. The last thing you want is Big Kyler um, getting points in the playoffs. I mean, like you said, I think this is going to be a tough game for them to to try to um, win for the Rams. And we actually predicted these guys both well this season. Um, we were on. They both won on the road. And we got W's with both of them. Yeah, I saw... Um after the Niners Rams game, because they just played in in LA, and they, they the Rams McVeigh and Stafford were saying they were kind of shocked that the crowd was more Niner. McVeigh was saying that. So did Stafford. He's like, it was really hard to hear in the second half, like for the audibles and stuff, because there was more red out there. Huh? Because they're you know that's they're still not fully established down there. That's kind of like a destination. Let's go check out the new stadium. This place is money. So a lot of people are traveling and coming to check that place out and watch their team. See, that's funny that they said that because, like, when I heard 
other handicappers talking about the game, they were they were saying how, and you know, the Niners are going to have, you know, it's not going to be a home field advantage. There's going to be a lot of Niners fans there. So just shows that the the betting public knows more than the players. Yep. So, I mean, there could be some Arizona people there rocking for them, too. Uh, another... Another best bet that I like is I was taking a little gander at the futures last night um, before week 18th was played, um, and I wish I would have said something to the listeners before that, but I sprinkled a little chippers down on some futures. First, um, the Tennessee Titans are just getting no, no respect at all. I mean, it's the number one seed. Their best player has been out for like nine weeks. And now he's coming back. Mm. And, and they've got home field advantage throughout the entire playoffs. Stand by for the Tennessee Titans. Here's what I did. I put some on them to win the AFC. Um, it was 375 when I did it. I think it's like 300 now, plus 300. I put some on them to win the soup, um, which is 10 to 1 odds. Now now it's 8 to 1. But here's the one that's still available that I'd like um, the listeners, if they want to try to win some chippers to jump on, is in the AFC, do you think the big two will win the AFC? The big two is Kansas City and the Titans, and it's minus 150. So you put down 150 to win 100, or 300 to win two, or 1,500 to win a dime, or 15 dimes to win 10 dimes. <laughs> Let's do it. So KC or Tennessee to win the AFC, I like that. You like one of those two to come out of there. Yep. Yeah. And I, listen, I think, uh, I mean, my only Super Bowl play now since the playoffs, you know, before the season started, I put it on the Niners, um, the Cardinals. Uh, who did I put it? There was a loser in there, too. I don't want to make it act like I just got all guys that are in the playoffs. Oh, the Colts. They're obviously not in it. Um so, but the only one that I'm doing, you know, now that the playoffs are starting, is I, I'm just taking the Titans. I mean, because the rest of them, not to say like Green Bay can't win it, but I just, you know, there's not good enough odds on that. Packers versus Titans. Uh, I don't have anything against that. I mean, it's the two number one seeds. It's just <laughs> I haven't heard anyone say the Titans. I literally not have not heard one person say. It. Actually, I take that back. Big Adam Chernoff, this guy for covers, um, he mentioned it, and that's it. That's the only other person that I've heard it. So they're just getting totally disrespected for here. Can you imagine if Big Henry comes back and he's 100%? I mean, they almost beat the Chiefs a couple of years ago in Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, it's just not it's not as flashy of an exciting of as a team. You know, no one's doing the commercials really for them. They just ground and pound. <laughs> and that's what you need in the playoffs. Sure, cold weather, I mean, they can come in. I mean, I wouldn't say he's going to come back at 100%, but I mean, he can come back and play. Well, well, first of all, I don't think you're his doctor, so I don't think either one of No, he hit me up to let me know his percentages. <laughs> I think he could have actually come back a little sooner if he wanted to, but um, they held off. I think he's actually going to be ready to rock. Yeah, I mean, he gets this week off too, so. Right. Um, in the NFC... Um, I think the, the you know I hear some people talk about the Cowboys and stuff, and I you know obviously just made it clear that I think it's going to be a struggle for them this week. Um, going to go beat Aaron in Lambo is super hard, um, but I do think that if anyone could do it, it'd be the Nines. 
with, yeah. with the run game. Yeah, they, they have his number, too, because they, they play tough. They sure do have his number. You know, and Tom did it last year, too, so... I mean, they, he knows what he's going to do in the playoffs. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Big Tommy does. I mean, uh, Tom, good try on your season this year. Yeah, did you see Bruce Arians is kind of pushing for He's like, it, it, he should win the MVP here, no question. So, like, up till two or three weeks ago, he was the front runner, and then Big Aaron slid in front of him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, dude... If you factored in age, <laughs> it'd be a no-brainer. <laughs> I mean, does this thing just it goes to a quarterback almost every year, too? Oh, what... dude, it's like uh, something like you know, one time in the last twelve years, it went to a um, anyone but a quarterback, and that was big Adrian Peterson when he got over the two thousand yards, or like a Marshall Falk back in the day, or someone Jimmy maybe Christmas back in the day. Yeah, speaking of back in the day, it was funny. Um, my five-year-old. He was talking about, <laughs> I think he was, it was like Peyton Manning. And he goes, there's something about Peyton Manning like only five years ago. And he goes, hey, dad, he goes, I thought Peyton Manning's like super old. And I'm like, no, no. I'm like, he only retired like, I don't know, five or six years ago. He goes, yeah, that's what I mean. He's super old. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's older than me. Yeah, when you're five years old, that is super old. <laughs> <laughs> What uh, what do you think about the other games this week? And what do you think about Vegas going into Cincy minus six for the Bengals? Um, well, I mean that's going to be a little tough with them coming off the overtime win Monday nighter, um, and then going to Cincinnati. Um, but I would take the points there if if I had to lean one way or there. And by the way, congratulations! I'm not sure if the listeners remember, but that was your squad. That you said uh, would surprise everyone and make the playoffs. Yeah, thank you. Nice play there. Battled through some adversity there with the coach and the uh, receiver getting in trouble. Oh, all kinds of guys getting in trouble, yeah. That's one of those things where they kind of look at and like, should we give this coach a, a look? You know, a special teams guy. It's like sometimes those guys find a little magic short term. I mean, I, I don't know if this guy's a long-term answer. Right, I would agree with that. I mean... Car Car was balling. Um, I don't know if you watched that Chargers game, but um, he was he was making some legit throws. That game was that was one of the best games that I've seen in a long time. I mean, Herbert throws the the tying touchdown with literally no time left on the clock. It was just going back and forth. That was a sweet game. Yeah, the NFC West and AFC West; those divisions are in good hands here for a while. They're right. super fun to watch because of the quarterback play. Yeah, there's just like three, four, you know, there's good quarterbacks across the board, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. And now the the Broncos are going to get the new coach, and they're talking about that they'll probably have the new quarterback, too. Well, they, I was listening, they, they asked for permission to interview the Packers quarterback coach and the Packers O coordinator. So it's like they're, <laughs> you know they're trying to get the feelers in there, like, if Aaron's going to be somewhat available here, maybe we'll kind of work with one of his guys. Oh, Wow, that'd be unreal. I mean, Shep, would you be juiced? So I, I, w- I would think Aaron's going to stay put, but, you know, if there's a way to pry him out of there, like, you're not going to send him to a, to a competitor, like an NFC team that you're going to see, so it's like send him to the other division. Right, and then Devontae goes, this is a package deal, by the way. <laughs> I'm not sticking around here with Jordan Love. Dude, because then my chips go out the door. Oh, dude. He's like, I, you know, I might as well retire before I play with big Jordan Love. Get serious. <laughs> he took down some of Jordy Nelson's records that last game of the season. 
Yeah, dude, these like extra game records are just garb. I just tell you, yeah, the extra game. But the one that um, TJ Watt tied Strahan, but they said TJ missed two games. Yeah. So he still he still tied him. So he tied him exactly. Like, wasn't it the 21 and a half? So they both, he got the half even uh, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, wow, so he didn't beat it. He tied it. Wow. JJ, that guy's a wrecker. And they go into KC this week. TJ. Yeah, TJ, and that they go into KC. What's the line? Twelve and a half. Yep, twelve and a half. I mean, that's just a stay away for me because you know we called it a few weeks ago when they went in there and they got drilled. So I imagine everyone thinks that's going to happen again. But listen, it's because of Big TJ. You got to watch out. Um, he causes that much havoc. That I would just stay away from that game. If I had to put chips on it, I'd actually probably take Pitt. Yeah, that, that, that's tough to, to trust Big Ben in that offense. Um, <laughs> that sure is. Yeah, that's and KC should be pretty fired up for this one. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, <clears throat> something's off a little bit with Patty. It's probably that he got a new kid, a new kid that they had a child, and he's probably not getting much sleep or something. But they're not humming like they normally do. No, Ty was a little gimpy, you know, kind of warm ups. He tried, but he did. He looked like he didn't have a little, little hitch there breaking through. Yeah. What about Buffalo? You know, kind of the rematch back at home, minus four against the Patriots. Jeepers. Uh, that's just let me watch it and see what happens. Yeah. You know, um, they're actually some places are favoring. You know, they have in the AFC. It's it's the Chiefs number one, Bills two, and then Titans. Um, I mean, I. I I do think it's possible that the Bills could go into KC and beat them, and then they meet the Titans and the AFC. But I, I like the Titans to come out of the AFC. That's my call here. All right. Um, and before we go, I got to tell about the backdoor Billy. And this is a backdoor Billy. So last week, LSU played Kansas City, or Kansas City, Kansas State in the bowl game, and um, right before. Day of, they were just finding out that like LSU was having all these COVID problems and they couldn't even really put a quarterback in there. They had to put this guy in that was playing the Wildcat. So the over under on LSU's points as a team was uh, started at 19 and a half, got down to 17 and a half. Okay, just LSU's points. So listen to this backdoor. It was a boat race. It's 42 to 13. Okay, with time running out. And Kansas State is just trying to run it out, right? I mean, they're up by 29 points. LSU goes, nope, we're going to call timeouts here. We want the ball back. So they call the timeouts down 29 points. They get the ball back. Next play, 80-yard touchdown to the house. And now LSU scores 20 points total. And whoever had the LSU under got drilled. Ow. Calling timeouts to get the ball back down 29. Let's do it. That's a backdoor, Billy. (laughs) Yeah. All right, why don't you recap the NFL bets? Sure, sure, sure. So we got the Niners plus the three. Like to see if it possibly gets up to the three and a half later in the week. And then we're also going to tease that with another NFC West. Big Kyler and the Cardinals. Bump that up to 10. And bump up the Niners as well. So the two plays are the teaser and the Niners. And then also, I like in the AFC, the minus 150 that KC or the Titans win the AFC conference. Boom. Yeah. All right. 
can't wait to watch. A little wild card weekend. These guys are going to be trying. It's fun to watch these guys when they get it cranking. And we're on a, a 12 and 3 run here the last five weeks. So tell your friends, tell your family members, tell them to come on in and win some chippers. Yep. Check out at Roll Brady Picks on Twitter and Instagram for the updates. And keep writing reviews for a hat. That'll do it for this week. See ya. See ya.